This message comes from NPR sponsor Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, whose scientists played a substantial role in developing more than half the drugs approved by the FDA in the last five years. Dana-Farber Cancer Institute is changing lives everywhere. DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. Today on the State of Ukraine, the chairman of the U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee on the events in Russia. I'm Greg Dixon. The world is continuing to digest the recent events in Russia. The leader of a mercenary group took over a city in southern Russia, seizing a Russian military headquarters, then marching his forces towards Moscow before turning around and standing down. Yevgeny Prigozhin now says the move was meant to be a protest, not an uprising. In a statement, Russian President Vladimir Putin called him a traitor, but said that an amnesty deal for Prigozhin and his fighters will be respected. We're going to get a perspective on these events from the chairman of the U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee. NPR's Ari Shapiro spoke with Senator Mark Warner. Help us parse this statement from Putin, which seems to say the amnesty deal that allowed the head of the Wagner Group to go safely to Belarus will be respected, even while denouncing the organizer of the uprising for criminal acts. How do you reconcile these two positions? Well, I don't think they are reconcilable. Um, I think there is still more than a bit of chaos going on in Russia. And remember, um, you know, the American government has not been involved. These are both bad guys. Uh, Putin, I think most of your listening audience has followed from his invasion in, into Ukraine illegally. And, but um, Prigozhin has actually taken on some of the most uh, outrageous acts, this Wagner group, not only in Ukraine in terms of atrocities, Syria and parts of Africa. And again, I'll remind your listeners, Prigozhin is still under indictment uh, in the United States uh, because one of his companies was the Internet Research Agency that sponsored most of the... um, the election disinformation control farm. Well, right. if Putin's statement seems like an irreconcilable contradiction, what about Prigozhin's statement where he says this was just a protest when over the weekend it looked very much like an attempted coup? Where on that spectrum would well, you it, place the events of the last few days? Uh, I will believe what my eyes saw, which was uh, Prigozhin's forces entered into Rostov, which is a city of about a million people, where literally the whole Russian war in Ukraine, that was their command center, and he took it with barely a shot. And then, again, images on on televisions around the world saw some of the fireballs and explosions, saw the public open source reporting of of Russian military helicopters being taken down again. That was all real time on on Saturday. Um, This is obviously still a bit of... A chaotic situation. And, and does that uh, chaos worry you, given that Russia is a nuclear power? It, it, it does worry. I mean, it's, again, why I think the United States and, and our allies have been following this, uh, but has had no role at all uh, in in these actions. Reiterating um, what President Biden said this morning, where, where do you think this leaves Putin's leadership? It appears to be the biggest threat to his hold on Russia in more than 20 years. Well, you, again, the facts and the images speak for themselves. You, it is hard to imagine that a Putin of five years ago or 10 years ago, where he seemed to have so much more ironclad control, clearly Vladimir Putin, and this has been well reported, is more and more isolated, more and more detached. Um, And again, I think we'll all have to just watch and see. And in our last 30 seconds, when 
Putin says Wagner mercenaries can join the military, and the head of the Wagner group says 98% of those mercenaries don't want to do so. What does that mean for the future of the war in Ukraine? Well, clearly the Wagner forces have been some of the most active, particularly in the, the actions around Bakhmut. I think these are all in the category of we'll have to uh, wait and see, since Prigozhin had been very clear in, in repeated public exchanges with the Ministry of Defense that he didn't think his troops wanted to be in that chain of command. It'll be very curious to see how many actually then will sign up to that chain of command. Senator Mark Warner, Democrat from Virginia and chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee. Thank you as always. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back for more on the war and its impacts around the world. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. When voters talk during an election season, we listen. We ask questions, we follow up, and we bring you along to hear what we learned. Get closer to the issues, the people, and your vote at the NPR Elections Hub. Visit npr.org elections.